Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Ya llegaron los ahorros y estilos de otoño a JCPenney. Con hasta 50% de descuento en nuestra venta del hogar más grande de la temporada. Y ahorra 35% extra con tu cupón. Además ahorra 40% en ropa de invierno para toda la familia. Y 20% en juguetes y disfraces Disney. Compre con estilo JCPenney. Ofertas y cupón válido hasta el 31 de octubre en selección de estilos. Se apliquen exclusiones. La temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 31 de octubre. Disney se excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. Let's talk about Hurricane Ian some more. First, I want to point out this uh, article, this story by Matt Vespa in townhall.com. Dateline September 30th, 2022 at 11.45 a.m., Headline is, Vox had the most predictable headline regarding Hurricane Ian and climate change. They can't wait until the storm dissipates to churn out the global warming apocalypto media narratives associated with Hurricane Ian. The massive Category 4 storm that slammed into Florida this week had weakened though it regained strength when it re-entered the Atlantic Ocean. It is now barreling its way toward the Carolinas. Ian has chewed up the Sunshine State and will probably inflict more damage before it disappears, but this isn't the storm of the century. Yet, as with any hurricane, the media treats it like something out of the day after tomorrow. This is referencing an old movie that sucked. We should be shocked that Vox lobbed the most predictable headline reading Ian, Hurricane Ian's, I'm sorry, regarding Ian. Hurricane Ian's rapid intensification is a sign of the world to come. Let me hurl cold water on the panic right now. We are experiencing the calmest hurricane season in 30 years. Quoting a report via WSFA 12. 
2022 is now officially the quietest start to an Atlantic hurricane season in three decades. If things continue to stay quiet, it's possible 2022 goes down as a record holder. One way to measure how active or inactive a hurricane season has been is by looking at something called accumulated cyclone energy. For the sake of saving time, I'll refer to accumulated cyclone energy as ACE. ACE takes into consideration the number of storms that form, how strong they get, and how long they last. All of those components added together results in a number referred to as accumulated cyclone energy. A typical hurricane season features about 122 ACE. That number comes from averaging the amount of ACE that occurred each year from 1991 to 2020. By August 26th, the average Atlantic hurricane season generates 26.7 ACE. This year, through August 26th, a measly 2.9 ACE. Now back to the article. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration predicted an above-normal hurricane season in May. They were wrong. That's not to marginalize the damage done by Ian, but oddly, climate change activists have taken this view that hurricanes were somehow not as powerful as they are today. Look up the 1900 Galveston hurricane. Yeah, that's the truth. Or the 1935 Labor Day system that made landfall in Florida with the maximum sustained winds of 185 miles per hour, the strongest of any landfalling Atlantic storm ever recorded. Ian was a major storm. There will be more in the future, and many more beyond that. The forces of nature have always been epic and incredible in terms of power, and that's not changing. Very well written, concise, to the point. Fact is, ladies and gentlemen, there is zero science. I say again, zero science to support man-made climate change. There was zero science to support global cooling in the 70s. There was zero science to support global warming in the 80s and 90s. Zero. The reason I say that is because they do not use the scientific method in predicting the uh, problems of climate change, trademark. Rather, what they do, all, all of their research, so-called research, is based on computer models. All of it, 100% of it, 100% of their research is based on computer models. Now, I don't know if you know this, but computers will tell you exactly what you program them to tell you. Now, computer models can indeed be used to some level of accuracy in science if you program them correctly, but if you program them incorrectly, well, they'll give you exactly what you tell them to give you. And by that I mean if you want the outcomes to be uh, disastrous in a computer model, well, you can program it such that it is disastrous. Now, in real scientific research, they accumulate what is called raw data. And then they analyze that raw data in a manner as bereft of bias as possible so that they can get data that is as accurate 
as possible. There are now zero peer-reviewed studies based on raw data that can show that man-made climate change slash global warming slash global cooling actually exists. Zero. Not a single solitary research study at all based on raw data can prove that climate man-made climate change exists. Nothing. And this has been going on since the 1970s. There have been headlines in major news magazines since 1973 declaring a coming ice age, global cooling. And when scientific research did not bear that out, they changed it to global warming. And then scientific research did not bear that out. And so now they just call it climate change. And the neat thing about calling it climate change, as I have stated before, is that you can blame everything on climate change. If a summer is too cold, it's because of climate change. If a summer is too hot, it's because of climate change. If a winter is too warm, it's because of climate change. If a winter is too cold, it's because of climate change. If there are too many hurricanes in a hurricane season, it's because of climate change. And if there are not enough hurricanes, it's because of climate change. It's all because of climate change. Now, of course, the logic behind this, and we will get into a little bit more of that in just a second, is because they need climate change to be a crisis. The left requires the people to be in a constant state of of fear. The people have to be in a constant state of fear. The goal being that the people will turn to the government and give up their personal liberties for perceived security from the various crises that the government promotes. Some of these crises, like Hurricane Ian, are real. They have real-world effects. And when these types of crises come along, the left pounces on them, as we will see in just a little bit. But real crises cannot be counted on to come along at regular intervals to keep the people in a constant state of insecurity. So the left must exacerbate some potential crises like what they are doing with the war in Ukraine, trying to exacerbate the situation into potentially a nuclear war with Russia. These are the lengths to which they will go to maintain their power. And then some of them, like climate change, are completely and totally made-up fairy tales with no basis, in fact, whatsoever. And then some of them are a little bit of both. Another fantastic example, and one that was quite effective, I must say, though it was not a real crisis, is the COVID scamdemic. 
I was having a discussion recently with somebody, a short discussion on Twitter, where you can find me at Doc Bryant Actual. Anyway, I was having this brief discussion where I pointed out, because now they are saying in Australia that COVID is no worse than any other respiratory disease and that social distancing and masking are no... Oh, and um, um, uh, isolation are no longer necessary. To which I replied, then that means that COVID was never any worse than any other respiratory disease and that masks and social distancing and isolation were never necessary, which is a fact. It's an absolute scientific fact, ladies and gentlemen. COVID was never deadly, not to the extent that they made it out to be. They had to pad the numbers. This is something to which they are admitting now, although they are saying, oh, we had no idea this was going on. Baloney sausage. They designed it as such. But I digress. COVID was one of those situations where the virus itself was real, but the panic, the crisis, was completely and totally manufactured. Now, we go to see what they are doing to take advantage of this particular real crisis in Ian. And we go to our moron of a vice president, the non-black vice president, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, this is uh, Breitbart... Headline, Kamala Harris promises equity in hurricane recovery resources. Quote, not everybody starts out at the same place, end quote. Dateline is 30 September 2022, written by Charlie Spearing. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Vice President Kamala Harris promised that she and President Joe Biden would focus on principles of equity and environmental justice as they worked to rebuild communities after recent hurricanes. Quote, it is our lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and impacted by issues not of their own making, end quote. Okay, they always say this. Always, 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 always. They always reference an oppressed community, a, a, an ostensibly oppressed community, lowest income communities, uh, people of color, children. They use the children constantly. Women. These are their, their perennial victims and the left as I have pointed out multiple times, must claim constant victimhood so that they can constantly request special treatment. Another thing that I would like to point out is the bigoted statement, our communities of color, ladies and gentlemen, this is to say that white people are not people of color. They also like to point, uh, make the point like they say ethnic people as opposed to white people, as if white people do not have ethnicity or culture in and of themselves. That white people are somehow non-human, which is exactly, exactly what they are trying to say. White Kamala is a color, too. The vice president spoke at a Democratic National Committee Women's Leadership Forum with actress Priyanka Chopra Jonas, 
who kicked off the discussion by talking about the devastation caused by hurricanes in Florida and Puerto Rico and climate change. We already discussed how climate change is a fraud, but this, in this particular case, what the vice moron is talking about when she talks about equity. Equity is not equality. Equality is talking about equality of opportunity. Equity is talking about equality of outcome. Equality of outcome can only be granted by stealing from others, by redistribution, by communism, collectivism, socialism, progressivism, theft, systemic theft. And that's what she's talking about here. So the plan is that any federal financial aid going to Florida will be distributed not based on the actual destruction wrought by Hurricane Ian, but rather the color of your skin. If you are white, you get nothing. Now, I can't think of anything more racist than that. But then again, the Democrats have always from their founding, been the party of racism. They were the party of slavery. They were the party of Jim Crow. They were the party of the Trail of Tears. They were the party of the Japanese internment. All of these are facts that you can easily look up. These are objective realities of the history of the Democrat party. They have not changed at all. They use racism to separate, to divide, to pit one group against another. This is what allows them to gain and maintain power. Of course, this plan is slowly but surely collapsing around them, which is a beautiful thing to see. I can't remember who it was, but there was a communist back in the 60s who stated that communism or socialism or whatever euphemism one chooses to call it will never ever take hold in the United States because even the poorest person in the United States has too much to lose. And that is true. And that is why they switched from economic Marxism to cultural Marxism, which is currently what is being used. Although in this particular case, if you can take a shot at economic Marxism, go ahead and continue to do it. You see, the Democrats never, ever, ever fall back. They are constantly advancing the ball forward. And this is why they have had as much success as they have had. Another reason that they have had as much success as they have had is because nobody has been opposing them, Republican Party. Rather, the Republican Party has been a political pressure relief valve. They have been allowing this stuff to happen, and whenever the people get sick and tired of the left's encroachment on the Constitution and personal liberties, they vote in the Republicans, hoping that the Republicans will fix things, but they never do. Rather, they continue to allow the ball to be advanced in the same leftward direction. They just allow it to happen more slowly in the name of bipartisanship and reaching across the aisle. These are the establishment Republicans. These are the rhinos. And nothing will change in this country until they 
are removed because, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to do anything about the Democrat Party. What we have to do is clean up the Republican Party and actually create an opposition party to the Democrat Party. The Democrats, if they are even resisted a little bit, will crumble and run away. This, too, has been borne out frequently. That's what needs to be done to fix this country. As I have stated multiple times, you cannot blame a snake for being a snake. You cannot bleep, I'm sorry, you cannot blame a communist. You cannot blame communist filth for being communist filth. But you can decide whether or not you are going to allow them into power. Just as you can decide whether or not you are going to allow the snake into your house. And it's time that we clean out the rhinos from the Republican Party so that we can have real opposition to the communists in the Democrat Party, to the globalists in both parties, so that we can save this country. Thank you for listening. If you want to send me some hate mail or tell me what a great job I'm doing, you can hit me up at the email address docbryantshow at zohomail.com. That's Z-O-H-O mail.com. You can also reach me on Gab, Getter, Minds, and Truth Social Minds, by the way, M-I-N-D-S, Minds.com, and Truth Social. I am at Doc Bryant. I'm on Twitter at Doc Bryant Actual. I have a uh, locals community that will soon be uh, expanding a bit and also a gilded community that uh, will hopefully also be expanding a bit. So thank you for listening. Hit that like button and subscribe button if you are watching this. And uh, if you are watching this, don't forget to, uh, you can check out my podcast. Anything you miss on uh, BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble, you can catch my uh, on my podcast. My podcast is on uh, Spreaker, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast. And thanks for listening, and I will talk to you later. previously said in broadcasts that I thought that Amazon's Rings of Power was going to be the death blow to woke movies and, well, productions in general, as, as Rings of Power isn't exactly a movie per se.
rather it is a series, but still, my point being is that they spent a billion dollars to produce a show that is once again the hijacking of a an existing beloved IP they twisted it into something that it was never supposed to be in order to fit their own personal worldview, their own personal twisted worldview, much like Sauron twisted the elves into orcs using foul magic, so Amazon twisted Lord of the Rings into foul, disgusting, stupid uh, TV. And I said, because of the amount of money that was wasted on this, and because this was going to be met with largely massive rejection by the fans, this was going to be the final nail in the woke coffin. I still maintain that that is the case. I believe that Hollywood is largely starting to wake up to the fact that their target audience is not made up of the vile denizens of Twitter and that if they want to make any money at all, they should start producing movies and TV shows that appeal to the majority of moviegoers and TV watchers. Business would dictate that that is how one does something if one wants to stay financially solvent. However, I did suspect that there were going to be productions that were currently filming or soon to be put in the can that could not be changed, that it was too late, and that it was going to be or that we're going to be released anyway, because at least they will get some money back from the filming of the production. And there, of course, would still be some holdouts who could produce woke garbage on a much lower budget so that the bar for recouping expenses would be much lower. And I think that is what we are looking at with the movie Bros. The movie Bros, for those of you who don't know, and apparently given their box office showing... Most of you don't know, is a romantic comedy about two gay men. Now, that in and of itself shouldn't be a problem. That should not really bother anybody. Oh, I'm not going to say anybody, because, you know, there are those that, for whatever reasons, um, don't want to watch that kind of stuff, um, and that's perfectly okay. One of my favorite comedies 
ever was about two gay men uh, that was in and out with Kevin Klein and uh, Tom Selleck. Hilarious movie. Absolutely hilarious movie. Uh, oh, and then there was uh, The Birdcage with um, Nathan Lane and uh, the late, great Robin Williams. That was a masterpiece. Absolute brilliance. Absolute. I mean, but you've got... Seriously, you've got Nathan Lane and Robin Williams. They could have been given a script written by a troop of monkeys, and it would have been fantastic. But, you know, at La Cage Foll, um, which is the uh, story upon which Birdcage was based, is is fantastic. It's great writing. So a romantic comedy about two gay men does not bother me in the least. And honestly, I would have watched it. Not in the theaters, because I don't go to theaters to watch romantic comedies. If I'm going to go to a theater... I, the, especially with prices the way they are now, the bar is set very, very high. I mean, very, very high. Something that would bring me back to the theaters is a re-release of the original three Star Wars movies, unaltered, where Han shoots first. Okay, without all of the CGI BS, the original movies, I would go to see that. Another thing that would bring me back to the theaters is a re-release of The Princess Bride. And I would go every single day it was in the theater to see that movie. And the same thing with the original three, the first three Indiana Jones movies. Okay, Notice I am not talking about any current movies because there are no current movies that are good enough to get me in the theaters. I still have not seen Top Gun Maverick. And it's up for streaming now. You know, I could very easily, you know, just turn that thing on and watch it, but I haven't watched it. For reasons that I have also discussed in a previous episode. But here we have Bros, something that I may have watched on streaming if I had a free moment to myself. I do really like a good romantic comedy. And so this, and honestly, I still might, I, you know, it's getting a lot of good buzz other than what this idiot, Billy Eichner, who is one of the leading roles, said. And even initially what he said on Twitter wasn't terrible. All right? It wasn't bad. We'll go through this. This is... Uh, and the Daily Beast is written by A.J. McDougall. Dateline October 2nd, 2022. Headline Billy Eichner on Dismal Bros Box Office. Quote, straight people just didn't show up. End quote. Now, that in and of itself, that quote is not terrible. It's an observation. Okay, but. I want to take a quick pause here and address that particular point. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. 
Ya llegaron los ahorros y estilos de otoño a JCPenney. Con hasta 50% de descuento en nuestra venta del hogar más grande de la temporada. Y ahorra 35% extra con tu cupón. Además ahorra 40% en ropa de invierno para toda la familia. Y 20% en juguetes y disfraces Disney. Compra con estilo JCPenney. Ofertas y cupón válido hasta el 31 de octubre en selección de estilos. Apliquen exclusiones. La temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 31 de octubre. Disney se excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda jcp.com. First thing is that, quote-unquote, straight people. I'm going to use the term normies because this applies to regular people across the board. We have been assaulted, dare I say molested, continuously by Hollywood with woke bullshit for the past six years. It started with Ghostbusters 2016, and we'll be getting back to that in just a minute. And it has been going on continuously for six solid years. And we are sick and damn tired of it. Wokeness, the definition of wokeness, wokeness is the street colloquialism used to describe the Marxist-based critical theory Critical theory is, again, Marxist-based concept, but instead of economic Marxism, it is based on cultural Marxism. And it states that there are two basic groups of people. One group of people are oppressors, and they are always oppressors. They have always been oppressors. And then there is the second group who are the oppressed. And they have always been the oppressed and they will always be the oppressed. And what decides if one is an oppressor or an oppressee is various characteristics such as ethnicity, skin color, and sexual orientation and uh, sexual identity. All of these are based on identity, basically. How one identifies one's self. Basically, if you are an identity minority, be it because of skin color, sexual identity, sexual preference, ethnicity, religion, whatever then you are the oppressed, by definition, whether or not you have ever actually been oppressed. You are the oppressed. And if you are in the majority, be it because of skin color, ethnicity, sexual orientation, sexual identity, religion, then you are, by definition, the oppressor, whether or not you have actually ever oppressed anyone. That's generally how it works. And wokeism is designed, it is the philosophy, it is the religion, it is a cult, 100% a cult, and its job is to denigrate the oppressors and Uh, celebrate or elevate the oppressed by denigrating the oppressors, reversing the oppression, as it were, making the oppressor or oppressed the oppressors and vice versa, therefore somehow creating equity. That's the concept. Now, I do not know 
if bros is even woke. That's the, that's the sad thing about this. I don't know if bros is woke. I don't know if, if it's any good, but I don't know if it's woke. Right offhand, just because it's about a couple of gay guys doesn't mean it's woke. Just like, you see what I'm saying. But because of the 24-7, 365 assault of woke on the American people for the past six years, we have become hypersensitized to it, such that anything that has a an ethnic minority or any kind of minority in it is automatically going to be assumed to be woke. This is not our fault. This is what happens to an abused person when they have been abused solidly for six years. They simply assume that it will continue because they have been given no reason to think otherwise. So here we have this Daily Beast column. Starts out, late last month, the Daily Beast made a direct appeal to heterosexuals. Please go see bros. That initial statement right there tells me that this may indeed be woke, because the Daily Beast is pushing for it. Go see this movie. We support this movie. Why do you support this movie, Daily Beast? Did you see an early screening of the movie and find it to be hilarious and charming? No. No. The reason they support the movie is simply because it's about two gay men. That's it. That's all. The lead characters bear an identity... that they support. If the lead characters were heterosexual men, the Daily Beast would not have come out and asked you to support it. I continue, it now appears as though none of them heeded that call, at least according to the film's co-writer and star Billy Eichner. Touted as the first gay rom-com to be given a wide release by a major studio, which is a lie. This is a lie. This is something that the woke have been doing since 2016 as well. They have been claiming that they are the ones that are breaking down these barriers. They are the ones that are historically bringing these stories to us that no one else has ever done this. Uh, a case in point would be how they were talking about, uh, let's see, Star Wars, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. They brought out Reva, and they, they acted like Reva was the one and only first black lead in any Star Wars ever. And while they do this, while they are claiming that they are the groundbreakers, they are denigrating the people who actually broke the ground. We're seeing the same thing with the, with the movie The Woman Queen. Um, I can't remember the lead actress's name for the life of me, but she's been coming out saying, that, uh, uh, saying stupid things like, uh, if you don't go see this movie, this will be the last time you ever see a black woman in the lead of a movie. That's ridiculous. It's the dumbest damn thing that she could possibly say. And but but still, no, they keep setting the bar lower as far as how dumb 
they can get. This is dumb. This is stuff that is said by stupid people. I have previously given you two outstanding examples of comedies about gay men. And these assholes are acting as if they were the ones that invented the damn thing. Bros vastly underperformed in its debut weekend, pulling in roughly $4.8 million in the United States and Canada. That is terrible. That is absolutely terrible. Now, a romantic comedy, I expect their budget could be as low as like $25 million. It could potentially be lower depending on where they filmed. But $4.8 million, that's... That's awful. That is probably not even enough to cover the salaries of the talent. On Sunday, Eichner took to Twitter to respond to the paltry box office numbers, quote, even with glowing reviews from whom? Great Rotten Tomato scores. That doesn't mean anything anymore, by the way. Great Rotten Tomato scores doesn't mean anything because they have a legion of bots ready to review the film and give it 10 stars. All of the major studios have this. They are ready to go. Even prior to the release of the movie, they have bots ready to review as 10 stars every movie that they put out. It is review bombing. The same thing with IMDb. I don't know that there are any real uh, trustworthy movie review websites anymore. Certainly not Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb. Anyway, I continue. An A in cinema score, etc. Straight people, especially in certain parts of the country, just didn't show up for bros, Eichner wrote. And why should they? We are not obligated to watch your movie. We are not obligated to watch any movie. Nobody is obligated to watch any movie. This is how totalitarianism works, ladies and gentlemen. They not only want to control what you do, they want to control what you think. You must accept homosexuality. You must accept it. Whether you want to or not, no matter what your background is, no matter what your cultural background is, no matter, no matter what your religious background is, you must accept it. Ladies and gentlemen, they want to talk about bigotry. This is bigotry right here. And what he says, we'll see what he says in just a second. What he says later is flat-out bigotry. I continue. And this is a a quote from him. And it's disappointing, but it is what it is. End quote. And again, even that is not too terrible, what he said. In the thread, Eichner noted that he was, quote, very proud, end quote, of the film and directed everyone, quote, who isn't a homophobic weirdo, end quote, to go see the movie, quote, tonight, end quote. Jim Orr, a Universal executive, was guarded in speaking with the New York Times on Sunday about Bro's dead-on-arrival entrance. Quote, we'll see where we go from here, end quote, he said, adding that he, quote, really believes there is going to be great word of mouth, end quote. And that may be the case. That may actually be the case. There might be great word of mouth. People might go to see this movie. It might be a great movie. But this right here. And we'll go to the we'll go to the the what what is really and I'm not going to say controversial because it's not controversial. What is really the insulting part of the tweet that he put out? 
look at it right here. For those of you who can actually watch this, for those of you who are listening but can't watch this, I will read it for you. This is Billy Eichner's quote on Twitter, the last third of it. Everyone who isn't in large print a homophobic weirdo should go see bros tonight. You will have a blast, and it is especially and uniquely powerful to see this particular story on a big screen, especially for queer folks who don't get this opportunity often. I love this movie so much. Go, bros, heart, rainbow. That is what Billy Eichner wrote on Twitter on at 4.31 p.m. Central Standard Time, October 2nd, 2022, from his iPhone. Now, a lot of you, understandably so, will be insulted by this, because this is bigotry. This is bigotry against heterosexuals. This is bigotry against Christians, and this is, I'm sure, unintentionally bigotry against Muslims. So I bet you didn't think about that, Billy. Muslims consider homosexuality a sin as well, to the point where they actually execute homosexuals in their countries where they can get away with it. Don't see any Christians executing homosexuals. But you will see Muslims in Muslim countries executing homosexuals routinely. But you won't hear Billy talk about that. Just want to put that out there. What this is, however, is this is actually not... Well, it is intended... to be a bigoted statement but not it's not personal this is business what he is doing is business it is a marketing ploy that was invented because of the ghostbusters debacle in 2016 the movie was terrible. The writing was terrible. The directing was terrible. The acting was terrible. The comedy was terrible. It was just an all-around terrible movie. And very few people went to see it, especially after word of mouth got out, as to how terrible it actually was. And the director... And the actors responded by insulting the fans of the franchise, calling them misogynists. And this stirred up some level of controversy. And so what studios started to do was they started to follow this particular dubious strategy and if they had a movie that could potentially be considered bad they would make sure that they would blame it on bigotry against one of their cast members or characters who was of a woke protected class, one of the oppressed. And pretty soon, this became, well, the strategy, the point behind the strategy is this. You intentionally, preemptively attack the fans as racists, bigots, homophobes, whatever phobes, 
you attack the fans. Preemptively, even before the movie comes out, you tweet statements of support for the cast members of color or the gay cast members or whatever, knowing and stating in, in, in the tweets that you know that they will receive hate. And so we support them. Virtue signaling. This is supposed to stir up enough controversy that people will go see the movie just to see what all the controversy is about. The only problem with this particular strategy is that heretofore, for the past six years, it has never, ever, ever, not a single time, ever, resulted in financial success. So they attach with it the logical fallacy of relative deprivation, stating that, well, it would have been worse if we hadn't used that strategy. It's the same concept as where when somebody who got COVID and got sick, even though they had gotten the shot and the booster shot and the booster booster shot and the booster 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 shot, and they still got sick, they say, well, it would have been worse had I not gotten all of those shots. Saying this without any actual empirical evidence whatsoever. So that's what they do. And that's what this is. This strategy has been given the name fan baiting. And I can't remember the name of the uh, the person on Twitter who... Uh, um, pointed this out. She's a doctor of some kind, um, but but she she pointed this. She was the one that came up with the concept that the name fan baiting. So they fan bait preemptively to stir up controversy to get people to go see the film. People don't go see the film. For the same reason, I'm not going to go see this film, bros, because they are using this strategy. I'm not going to see this movie. Certainly not in the theaters. And because of this insulting marketing ploy, I'm not going to go see it when it hits streaming. I, I, I said I might, but I'm probably not, because the fact of the matter is, and again, I pointed this out in a previous episode... Because of all of this woke nonsense that's going on in professional sports and in the entertainment community, etc., I have found that I don't need them. And there are many, many, many better things that I can be doing with my time other than watching movies or TV or live sports. And so I do those things instead. So if you're going to come out and fan bait, I'm not going to go see your movie. I don't care how good it is. I will never know how good it is because it can never be as good as the th literally hundreds of books I have stacked up behind me right now and the thousands of books that I have on my reading list that I want to get to. Not a single one of these films coming out today come anywhere close to even the worst book that I have read in the past six years. Or ever, quite frankly. So, Billy Eichner, you can keep your movie. 
Nobody cares about your opinion. You're using the suffix phobe wrong. You're an idiot. You're a moron. And, and, and not because you made a movie about gay people, but because you made a movie and you used fan baiting. You're a bigot. And, 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 and another reason you're a moron is because you use fan baiting and you expect it's going to produce financial success, and it won't. It never has. Just like socialism has never been successful, communism has never been successful, fan baiting has never been and never will ever be successful ever. Thank you for listening. If you are watching online, please hit the like and subscribe buttons. If you would like to reach out to me and send me hate mail and call me all kinds of nasty names, or if you want to tell me that you enjoy my content, you can reach me at docbryantshow at zohomail.com, z-o-h-o-mail.com. You can also reach me on Gab, Getter, uh, Truth Social, Minds. I am at Doc Bryant. You can visit my locals page, which will soon be expanding. And I also have a gilded community as well. And that will be expanding as my fan base expands from the two people who are currently listening. So, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you again shortly. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Ya llegaron los ahorros y estilos de otoño a JCPenney. Con hasta 50% de descuento en nuestra venta del hogar más grande de la temporada. Y ahorra 35% extra con tu cupón. Además ahorra 40% en ropa de invierno para toda la familia. Y 20% en juguetes y disfraces Disney. Compra con estilo JCPenney. Ofertas y cupón válido hasta el 31 de octubre en selección de estilos. Apliquen exclusiones. La temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 31 de octubre. Disney se excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda JCP.com. 